Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. I'm Billy Embody. A big podcast here, a lot to get to. Really three key pieces of news uh, came across the the desk for us just uh, over the Memorial Day weekend and um, into uh, Tuesday you know, late morning um, as, as uh, it pertains to everything LSU. So we're going to get into that. Guys, thanks for listening to the Go 24-7 podcast. You can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, on Go twenty on go to twenty four seven dot com, a part of the twenty four seven sports network. Um, leave us a rating, leave us a review, tell your friends, and uh, subscribe to the pod. So without further ado, we're gonna jump into the big key piece of news, which was Will Wade meeting with the media here in Destin. I was there for that. Um, we'll get to LSU landing a huge commitment on the offensive line and hosting an even bigger potential target for an official visit later in the podcast. But Will Wade breaks his silence. He meets with the media for the first time since being suspended by LSU. So this was a really, really anticipated uh, press conference to kind of set the scene for you guys. Uh, we're out here in Sandestin, Florida, uh, at the Hilton Sandestin Resort. Beautiful spot. I, I recommend it. Um, and it's really, really a travesty that that had to come down here and, and work for a week. But here I am. And for those that are kind of wondering how spring meetings work, it, it's really just kind of like a working uh, conference and there's conference rooms and there's kind of just coaches and presidents and athletic directors just kind of milling about and uh, they do have a couple select like media availabilities for um, the media to attend and and Will Wade and LSU said you know we're gonna knock ours out at about 11 11 a.m. Um, a little past 11 on the first day of spring meeting. So they got done with their meetings and, and obviously Will Wade um, was going to be a, a somebody that everybody wanted to see and listen to and, and see kind of how everybody reacted. Talking with a few media members that have been through it for a long time uh, said they couldn't really remember a, a more anticipated press conference. Um, when you talk about some of, honestly, the big names in in um, investigative sports reporting everybody was there um, from our Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports um, you know to, to Pat Forty and, and and other national writers and and Pat has obviously been at the forefront of this with with Pete Thamel over at Yahoo but um, so will came into a, to a theater style room and and there's about 25 30 reporters just grouped together and and LSU uh, administrators um, we're, we're standing by as well while he took the podium and gave a gave an opening statement and um, addressed all the things that uh, really kind of went on over the last couple months. So that included uh, the most recent report about uh, uh, Book Richardson in the in the FBI trial, alleging that Will had a deal in place with Nas Reed for three hundred thousand dollars and. Uh, we're going to run through a couple of the key takeaways from me from it, but um, I wanted to begin with that uh, piece of, of um, uh, information, which was that Will Wade absolutely denied it. He called it absolutely false. It did not happen. Um, and he kind of led into the statement saying, I really don't even want to give credence uh, to it um, by responding. Um, and and 
Uh, he said that in terms of addressing every media report, but this one he felt like he had to, um, and, and he vehemently denied it. Uh, before that and after that, as, as he fielded questions from the media, um, there were some tough questions and, and questions where you know, I think there was a lot of um, consultation with LSU and, and how they dealt with it and um, what exactly he was going to say. Because there were some tough questions that, um, honestly, the way Will answered them was how I expected him to and how I expected the school would expect him to. But certainly uh, will come off as, um, you know, not not forthright. Um, so here's uh, one of those. And, and um, uh, it was a very direct question and, uh, in terms of referencing the reporting about Javante Smart uh, and Will reportedly referencing a, a strong ass offer um, to a, quote, smart thing. Um, and, and so here it is. Here's Will Wade, kind of this back and forth uh, with the media. And, and I thought he handled it very well. I'm not surprised that they went this direction with handling it. But here is the exchange in case you hadn't read anything on Go247.com yet. Um, here's the exchange between uh, reporters and, and uh, Will Wade. Well, can you explain what the strong-ass offer was in regard to Javante Smith? Well, I think... Um it's, it's a good question. Um, you know, I've, I can't get into the specifics of everything, um, like I was saying earlier, but I can assure you, I would, you know, in the, in my meetings with LSU and with the NCA, I've addressed all the media reports, everything, um, that, um, that, that has been reported and that ultimately led to my reinstatement. But, um, I can't get into the specifics based on the, the confidentiality of that meeting. Will, you, you quoted accurately in those stories. The term, the term that Pat just used, strong ass offer, were you, were you quoted accurately in those stories? I, did you I've, say it? I've not, I've not heard the recording, so I do not know. I don't think any of us have heard the recordings. Right. What I'm saying is there was reporting. In the reporting, you were quoted as saying that. Were you quoted after? Did you say that? Did you say those words? Look, I've I, I sat down with LSU, and I have answered any and all questions with regards to all of the media reporting and everything uh, that has that that has been out there, and that's what ultimately got us to where we are uh, today. And, and so there, there it was. It was it was very tense. It was very, um, very just interesting to be a part of. And and, and I think today, as you're listening to this podcast, we're going to get hopefully a, a, a private uh, session with Will Wade to to actually talk basketball. So I'm hope I'm looking forward to to doing that. But definitely got tense there. Um, getting right to the point. Did you say, say those words? So uh, I do want to play another another clip for you guys. Uh, this is where I thought Will, um, I thought he opened up just about. As as good as um, as as good as uh, he could, and and it, it really kind of I think he humbled him, humbled him a little bit, and um, so here's Will Wade talking about what it was like uh, to miss the NCAA tournament, and then also, um, you know I, I think just kind of looking back on it and and uh, you know, also addressing that a little bit of this is on him. So here's what Wade on on what missing the NCAA tournament was like. 
I'm not a very good fan. Um, you know, it was it, it, it was tough. It was, it was it was very very tough uh, to to watch our guys. I was very proud of our guys. I mean, they they were resilient all year. We'd had you know quite a few things if you followed us happen happen you know all season that were that were very very tough uh, to, to to deal with. And I was just very proud of our guys. Very pleased with how they how they responded. Um, I was I was uh, I was proud of my coaching staff and how they held everything together, which was not uh, not an easy feat and not not easy to do. But you know it, it was it was difficult. But like I said earlier with with, with Ron's question, you know I, I put myself in that situation. You got to understand that I put myself in that situation, and so uh, you, you know you got to live with it. But you know I was what you would think. I was yelling at the TV and. Uh, you know, didn't throw my remote, but I was, you know, certainly very, very, uh, very, very into the uh, into the games and into the, um, you know, into it to try to help our guys and, and, and see our guys advance. But, you know, I was, I was disappointed too that that the, um, you know, because of the because of my situation, you know, it took away from, you know, some of the great things our team did, some of the great things our our, our players did, some of the great players. That we had the story was more about me sometimes than it was about our players, and we have phenomenal players, phenomenal uh, student athletes. So that was that was uh, that was very difficult. And so I, I I thought overall I thought Will was 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 pretty um, remorseful. I, I mean he you can tell that LSU and the administration really got after him. And um, obviously, if if any of those recordings, you know. Are, are real or what have you uh they needed to and and that was certainly the right thing to do um i think he's paid a pretty steep price for it and but he's but he's still the head coach at lsu and he's he's just landed a big uh power forward last week in trend and watford which we which we've discussed so it appears things like things are going to get back on on the track of normal i i've, I've said that i expected me to be lsu's head coach um and, and we'll obviously see how things play out, but I, I don't see t- too many more, uh, like, bombshell reports. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I've said that, you know, and then it happens. But some of them are other people saying other, other things. And you can't, you can't prove any of that. Like, the book Richardson stuff is, is really troubling because everybody who follows college basketball knows it's not true. And now it's been blown up. Um, into this thing. I mean, everybody who follows basketball recruiting knows it's not true. And that's why Will came out and denied it too. Um, so look, I, I, I thought overall, I thought he was very good. I thought he hung in there in a very difficult situation to come out on the first day of SEC spring meetings and address it, allowed it to potentially get lost in the fold of other news as it comes out in Destin this week. And um, th- and they can move forward. And I think that's important is, is now that this trial's over, uh, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there's an NCAA investigation, but like the the how the Javante Smart um, suspension and week long investigation went, I just don't think there's going to be much to come from it. Um, but we'll find out, and we'll keep monitoring it. But wanted you guys to get some of that reaction and some of that audio right off the bat because it was the biggest news of the weekend. So, um, and well, I guess now the week. Uh, but. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to move on to some fun stuff, some football recruiting news that poured in over the weekend. We'll get to that right after this short break. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. We are jumping right back in to football recruiting. Uh, LSU lands a big commitment over the weekend from Marlon Martinez. I wanted to quickly recap that. And then we're going to bring in Shay Dixon to discuss Paris Johnson, the five-star offensive tackle who visited LSU this past weekend um, on an official visit. But Marlon Martinez picks uh, picks LSU over Florida, Florida State, Auburn. Um, I mean, Ohio State had offered him. There, This guy was offered by uh, schools from all over the country, and, and rightfully so. He's a really impressive prospect. I think he's somebody that, to, to be honest, can play his best football at the guard position. I think that's where he's got the most upside. That's where he can be an all-conference-type performer. Um, and then on the right side of the offensive line, he can be a right tackle and um, you know, potentially be a, a really decent starter there. Um, if, you, if you haven't, check out his spring game clips. We've got them on go247.com. John Garcia was just out there to see him uh, in action. And, and look, I mean, he moves really well. I mean, he... Um, He's physical. Um, he's got long arms, so he can play all up and down the line. He's even snapped a little bit just in case he needs to play center. So a really impressive uh, offensive line pickup there for LSU. It didn't move him up in the rankings, but it was a big pickup uh, in an offensive line class that needs to be really, really good. Um, they've got a hit on all these guys because it'll really be the building blocks of the future for LSU um, after uh, signing I think it, mostly interior class last year, um, and along with Charles Turner, who could pop out and play offensive tackle. Ray Parker could play offensive tackle. Um, but you just have those questions a little bit right now on those two. So um, big pickup in Marlon Martinez for the Tigers. And now want to bring in Shay Dixon uh, to talk about Paris Johnson, the number one offensive tackle in the country, a, top, a consensus top 10 overall prospect. He was on campus in Baton Rouge from Memorial Day weekend, uh, took him Bayou County Superfest, um, the country show and, and at Tiger Stadium, and spent the weekend with his family. It was his sister's birthday. Shay, uh, first of all, how was your weekend, man? Oh, it was a good weekend. Got a little break, went over to Houston, uh, saw what the uh, the LSU alumni base over there was up to, did a little McIntyre's. Uh, didn't get to do uh, as much bouncing around as you, Wild Bill, but uh, in my younger years, uh, yes. But uh, I gave it a good go Friday and Saturday night. 
got some rest Sunday and Monday, and uh, now I'm geared up for camp season. It's uh, about to be sort of the floodgates are opening, and college teams will have high school kids on campus for about a month straight with camps, and, and LSU's kicks off this weekend, uh, Saturday, Sunday, with a bit of everything, O-line, D-line camp, skills camp, kicking camp. So uh, we'll be there. I'll be there front and center and ready. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't tear it up too much in Houston uh, when I was over there for some spring football, but uh, I'm glad you got after it a little bit. Uh, what was uh, your main takeaway from talking with Paris Johnson? Um, and if you guys missed it, the story is on go247.com, and we've actually got reaction from both Par- Paris and his mother on the official visit. But, Shay, what was your takeaway from talking with Paris? I think one of the biggest things that stood out to me was that He's very well-spoken, educated. I mean, we're talking about a 4.0 student, left tackle, prototypical uh, blindside guy here. I mean, he checks off a lot of the boxes. And, And I guess why I point out that... He came across as very intelligent is because I think he's going to have a good grip on what he needs to look for when he's making all these visits, right? And he didn't go out and make five official visits and was somewhere every weekend of the spring. It was a year ago committed to Ohio State. He comes into this spring and he says, okay, I'll make three visits and then I'll be done. And one of them to Ohio State and obviously Georgia and LSU. Uh, And I think that from listening to what he said just about the weekend, meeting with Ed Orgeron, meeting with James Craig, having his mom involved, Miss Monica, who's a big part of his process, and then picking up some things just from talking to people uh, down here in Baton Rouge that were kind of around the visit, uh, I get the sense that they were asking all the right questions that people who are um, obviously very interested uh, would ask. And, and I think that that kind of is what they wanted to come out of the weekend is that them to sh- show, I guess, what would be sincere interest and uh, then for LSU to be able to answer all the questions and make sure that uh, they don't leave any stone unturned with uh, the three days, that 72-hour window that they do uh, get him onto campus for an official visit. That's a great point. And I, I think everyone was kind of on flip alert you know, over the weekend. And I think him not doing that shows, I think, how he's approaching the process. And, uh, you know, especially from a, um, a mindset perspective, he's not going to do anything rash or, or make a, make a quick call. But, um, yeah, I think LSU certainly in it after it. Well, where do you think LSU stacks up in the process for him? You know, I think that this weekend, Certainly, as I said, he only made three official visits, right, or will have made three official visits by the time uh, June wraps up. He'll go to Ohio State at the end of June. And I think that right there shows that LSU's definitely in what would be deemed as top three, right? If he weren't committed to Ohio State, these would be the three schools he's looking hardest at. And I thought that he visited Georgia over a month ago. I thought that LSU was already ahead of Georgia going into this visit. And that was from talking to people in the Midwest, from uh, sort of talking to people around the LSU side. Uh, Just the feeling that I got from people who were tuned into his process more than I am or or have been uh, was was that LSU was the team that if you weren't going to go to Ohio State, they could be the real threat. Uh, So I think that they entered the weekend in a good spot, and uh, really I think that what you wanted out of it was uh, to obviously push forward with, you know, kind of where you stacked up with him, uh, but also make sure that that sticks, right, because he's got about a month now until he makes another visit to Ohio State. You want to just be able to uh, not let that visit high, uh, as they say, wear wear off enough to where, um, you know, Ohio 
Ohio State kind of pulls back into a significant lead, and then they have an official visit, and then you get into the summer, and he's back into uh, stuff with his new high school at Princeton. So uh, for me, I think that the weekend sort of stacked up well for LSU in the sense that I think that they're firmly, in my opinion, uh, a top-two team in the race for, uh, for his signature. And I, I think that's all you can ask for at this point, and, and you can um, you know, just go from here and see what happens. And, and that's, that's um, with somebody of this nature, this stature, Paris Johnson, I mean, just a great-looking prospect. Uh, he's from Ohio, committed to Ohio State, but you're in there. You're, you've got a fighting chance, you think. What's next for him in the process? And, and handicap their chances a little bit for us. Do you, do you think they're really in it now in the, in the long run? Well, next up is Ohio State, and as I said, that's a month away. Away, It's at the end of June. It's at the very end of uh, this sort of new spring period and into the summer period, I guess, where uh, college teams are allowed to have official visitors. Obviously, before the split signing days in December and February, it used to be you would only visit or could only visit uh, either during the season uh, in the fall or after the season leading up to signing day. Um, obviously, December and January uh, were always popular spots to have guys in. But uh, we're seeing this new trend of, of spring visits, and Paris Johnson took advantage of it because he wants to enroll early. That's why he went to Princeton, uh, transferred high schools, as he'll be able to get out in December. And I would probably... If I'm handicapping it, and this is me being honest, I think it's probably right around 50-50. Like, I think that Ohio State may have a slight edge right now. I don't think that that means he's a lot to sign there. I, I do think that he's been pretty firm with his commitment all along. I think it's been up to LSU to change that. But uh, I do think that they're sort of neck and neck, and, and if you want to say 50-50, sure. Um, but as I said, it's going to be about – holding on to that spot and, and recruiting him hard moving forward. And we'll see if they get him back to campus in the fall. But uh, it's certainly you want to carry some momentum into the Ohio State visit and beyond it to where he's not shutting things down for good uh, once he makes it to their campus again. Great, great stuff as always, Shay. And um, thanks for jumping on the pod. And we'll catch up again soon. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little uh, a little basketball. I feel like there'll, there'll be some news uh, coming down the line uh you know, with 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 uh, all these NBA draft announcements finishing up on on Wednesday as well, so um, we'll react to that later in the week. But uh, Shay, thanks for the time, man. We'll catch up again soon. Yeah, another good pod. Glad we did it. I'm glad everybody, uh, more and more listeners, we see are signing up and uh, and subscribing and checking things out. So uh, much love to all the listeners out there for that, and we'll keep churning them out on our end. And thank you guys for listening to the Go Twenty Four Seven podcast. You can. Follow us at go247.com, a part of the 24-7 Sports Network. And uh, also subscribe, leave us a rating, again, a review, please. And if you haven't, check out go247.com. Pick up a seven-day trial, see if you like it. Um, pretty sure you will. But uh, pick up a, a subscription as uh, camp season gets going and LSU looks to finish out this 2020 recruiting class strong. And on the basketball front, tries to finish out the 2019 class even stronger than it did with the addition of Watford. So I uh, hope you guys have a great week and had a great Memorial Day weekend. I know I got a little bit too much sun over the weekend, but hope you guys had a great one. Uh, and we'll talk again soon.